Thank you, Pete. Thank you, Terry, for giving us a sense, too, of the Palm Sunday a story that Pete just read. We are looking this morning in this time of Lent at the Palm Sunday story, and as we do that, we are, are doing that in the context of, of what we've been thinking about through Lent, uh, the reality that, that we have many fears, fears that, that Jesus, when he comes into this world, when he sees people, when he interacts with them, he often says to them, do not be afraid. And here again, in verse 15 of our text, quoting from the prophet Zechariah, uh, do not be afraid, daughter of Zion. See, your king is coming, seated on a donkey's colt. So, so the sense of fear, Jesus comes to free us from fears. And we've looked at, at the fear of inadequacy where we just feel we can't sing in a choir. And then so if you were fearful of that, you wouldn't do that, right? You wouldn't. And so we have all kinds of fears of inadequacies that stop us from doing things. And fears of circumstances, if we're thinking too, something's going to happen, something is going to go wrong. And, and that, that'll just stop us from trying things and doing things that the Lord would want us to do. So Jesus comes to free us from those fears. And there's a lot of things we just don't understand. We don't understand why they're going on or how they're working themselves out. And, and so then we can get totally trapped and, and bound up and, and chained in our fears of the unexplained. And today we're looking at the fear of conquest. And you might wonder, what in the world is that anyway? The fear of conquest is something that can also bind us, hinder us from going forward in the faith. And that's very much what the story of Palm Sunday is about. Let me explain. First of all, let me ask you, what day is it today? What is being celebrated like generally in Canada? Today, Vimy Ridge, right? The 100th anniversary of the Battle of Vimy Ridge. So 100 years ago, April 9, the four-day battle began where the Canadian troops made their assault on the ridge that the Germans were holding. What was going on there? What, what was, what was the, the, all of that? that? That reality was that the Germans had conquered, conquest, a large part of Europe, France, and they were dug in on that line and they were going to hold a territory that they had conquered. Now, there was still a fear that they would continue to conquer. They would continue to take over land and nations. And so the Allies, along with the Canadians, were, were standing to defend, to stop that. And it was, it was the fear of conquest, the fear that, that this world, our lives, our homes, our families are being taken over by an evil power. That's, that's just wanting to, to enslave, the freedom, our freedom will be gone. So there was definitely that picture 100 years ago of conquest, and, and there had been tremendous attempts to be free from that. If you see some of the history of the battles that went on at Vimy before the Canadian attack, like almost 100,000 French and British soldiers died or were injured trying to take that position. 
I mean, it's a huge battle through the war, uh, World War I to that time, and, and it's all in terms of, yeah, there has been, there is that attempt to conquer, and, and people are trying to defend themselves, and it's a fearful, fearful situation. Even Barb and I were able last year to visit the site, the memorial there at Vimy, and even, even if you're thinking about the Canadians who had to make their way, and that's a steep hill, and the Germans were dug in, and there was really not much chance of success. But that whole picture of, of the fear, even in the hearts of the soldiers as they advanced against the German machine guns, that, that fear of, of conquest, that fear of, of yeah, we, we are threatened here, and our lives are not safe, and our country is not safe. And so that, that is, is one of the things. Now, we know that uh, Canada and the Allies were successful in that fight at Vimy, and then even through the war, and so in the end, the Germans were defeated. And November 11, 1918, is the day we remember. Remembrance Day, we gather here in Lacombe at the Memorial Center every November 11 to remember. And so there's, there's freedom from that fear. Yet there's always a lingering a lingering fear that, that there could be conquest again. And it's, it's striking. I never realized, but in, in all of the reporting about Vimy Ridge, that memorial was finished in 1936, the memorial to the victory at Vimy. And then in 1939, there was a war again. And that whole area was conquered again. And Hitler didn't actually destroy that monument. He destroyed many others. But he conquered a, a much wider territory. And so even one family from this church, the Vanderveen family, in, in just talking, a uh, great-grandma is still alive. She remembers, too, how, how her family in the mid-1930s they recognized, they could see, conquest is coming again. We are going to get taken over again. And they immigrated before the war, the Second World War. My grandfather, who was in Holland at the time, he saw it coming too, but he stayed. He thought too, it'll never happen again. It happened. He lost everything. But there's, there's a fear of conquest. There's, it could happen that, that this reality in this broken world is still the case. There's, there is within this world volatile situations. The Middle East comes to mind. The war there in Syria has been seven years on now. And other people getting involved and tensions being raised. And now the U.S. strikes a Syrian air base and the Russians are not happy and, and oh, it'll, it'll all be fine, right? It'll all just be fine because we're reasonable folks. They weren't reasonable back then. We are smarter now. They weren't as smart as we are then. We are good now. They were not good then. 
No. There's always a fear of conquest, that, that things could change, and they could change quickly. Even on a, on a national level, world level, people are still greedy. There's pride. There's hunger for power. There's sin in this world. There will be conflict, and there will be conquest again. And Canada will be involved. We were involved in the Afghan war. That's the latest that we were really mainly involved in. But that, that reality is there. So what, what can we do? This Palm Sunday, we claim freedom from the fear of conquest. And we want to declare with confidence that Jesus frees us from any fear that we would have in that area, the fear of conquest. Let me, let me explain in relation to this Bible passage. In our Bible reading, we see Jesus confronting this fear as he rides into Jerusalem. And we see it on three levels. First of all, at this time, the, the Roman Empire has conquered Israel. The Roman Empire, just like the Germans took over so much territory, the Roman Empire, as this account is unfolding, has, has taken over Israel. And we see that in the life of Jesus already, for example, at his birth. Rome is in control, and, and as Jesus is born, King Herod, who is the Roman ruler of Israel at that time, he doesn't like the threat that, that another king is coming. And so at Jesus' birth in Bethlehem, he goes and kills all the babies. And you can read about that in the Gospels, right? And that's the cruel rule of an oppressive conquering force. And even now, as Jesus is riding into Jerusalem, you realize, too, that he is going to be facing Pontius Pilate, who is the Roman governor. And it's Pontius Pilate, with the power of Rome, who's going to say, you will die. And that's, that's the Roman authority that rules with injustice, harshly, cruelly, with crucifixion and fear. You see it in the general life of Israel as they are taxed and as, as all of the, the, the ruling of being oppressed and being uh, a people under a conquering power. That's also why they call out, Hosanna, save us. Save us from this, this threatening, evil Roman enemy. So people put their hope in Jesus. He has the power, maybe, to save them. And the context is his raising Lazarus. So he has, he has that great power. And his word is very powerful. And so they are hoping that he might be able to pull a, a rebellion together. And they have in their mind, 160 years earlier, Joseph Maccabees. He led a revolt and, and he pushed back uh, the Seleucid Empire that was over Israel. And Israel was free for a couple of years. But then they fell again. And they were dominated again. And the Romans came in. But the thought in the people is, well, maybe we could be free and maybe Jesus could free us. 
But Jesus doesn't come to do that. No freedom from fear there, really. It would just be a matter of time till another power comes and conquers in this evil world. So, so what, what else is going on? On the second level, the chief priests and Pharisees are mentioned here in our reading. In verse 10, it says the chief priests made plans to kill Lazarus. And in verse 19, the Pharisees are, are, are saying too, look, Look at Jesus and, and, and how the whole world is going after him and they're not happy about it. The, the chief priests and the Pharisees have conquered. The chief priests and the Pharisees have established themselves as the leaders in that society, in, in that whole, in Jerusalem. They are the power, they are the authority and people need to do what they say. And, and it's Already in John 5, verse 18, when Jesus begins to minister and the Pharisees and the chief priests say, we're going to kill him. We are going to kill him. And they start planning that. that. They have that kind of authority, that kind of power, that kind of influence, and they can get that done. And so even here, as the, the whole context of the Palm Sunday story is Lazarus being raised. You, you see it in the first few verses there. You see it also in verse 17 and 18. The crowd has come because Jesus has raised Lazarus from the tomb. What are they going to do? They're planning to kill Lazarus again. I mean, he died, and he was in the tomb for four days, and Jesus raised him, John 11, and now they're going to kill him again. And it's, it's kind of mind-boggling in a way because you would think if they did, Jesus would just turn around and raise him again. <laughs> I mean, what are they thinking? What are they dealing with? But yeah, their thinking is we, we will conquer. We will kill. We will hold on to our power. We will do whatever we need. Doesn't matter. It's unjust. It's unfair. It's downright evil. But we will conquer. And so that is their plan, their purpose, their goal. They are a fearful conquering power. And in that, too, we can see that they, in fact, are able to take this crowd, this crowd that is here shouting Hosanna, and six days later, if you continue reading in the Gospel of John, that same crowd shouts crucify him. And why do they do that? Why do they change? Because the chief priests and the Pharisees work their influence, get their way, and indeed Jesus is killed unjustly, and it's scary. Why doesn't Jesus fight back? Why doesn't he denounce the chief priests and the Pharisees? Because someone else would rise up. Someone else would just rise up. Try to exert their authority over others. Jesus tells his disciples, don't be like that. Don't lord it over. There's no freedom from fear just in overcoming the chief priests and the Pharisees. The last, the last level of conflict, so you have that kind of that national picture, Rome over Israel. You have the chief priests and Pharisees over the, the Jerusalem, the society kind of thing, those those kind of power influences. 
And then finally, individually, the most personal, the level of conquest that we are afraid of, like we might be afraid that another nation is going to attack. We might be afraid that, that, that powerful forces take advantage of us and, and treat us unjustly. But at the most basic level, it's personal. It's personal. Individuals in the crowd thinking of themselves, thinking what is best for me. And initially, Jesus, who fed and healed and cared for many, and who even rose Lazarus from the dead, and you're thinking, well, for me, that's good. That's good if Jesus is there and, and he can help me. But then at the very same time, Jesus isn't ready to stand up against Rome. He's not doing what they think. He's coming on a donkey, not on a war horse. And he's not ready to stand against the chief priests and Pharisees and, and their evil influence over things. And so the people do indeed say, crucify him. Because he's not really for me, doing what I would like. And, and that individual thought that, that I do what's best for me all the time. I do what I want. I do what gets me ahead gets me more money, benefits me more. And the most fearful thing for me, for you, is, is if we feel threatened, just personally, that there's something just going to conquer us, take advantage of us, that someone else will have control, that we would be conquered. a personal fear. I'm going to hold to my high spot, my Vimy Ridge, and I will defend myself, and I will seek to maintain control. So thinking all of that, how that sense of conquest, that sense of, of fear is in us, what is the answer? What is the answer to the fear of conquest? The answer is to let ourselves be conquered. To let yourself be conquered. To truly do what the text says in John 12, verse 15, quoting Zechariah, do not be afraid. So the reality of that fear, see clearly your king is coming. Your king. And to let Jesus be your king. To let him conquer you. To conquer your will. To conquer your thought that, oh, I need to do this. I need to make sure. I need to be safe. I need to have control. To let him conquer all of that. To let him be king. To let him be lord. To let him be the ruler of your life. And that's scary. It's scary for us to do that. Because we think so, oh, I'm in control. My health is good. I can work. I have money. I have influence. I have power. I have friends. I'm good where I am. And I can defend off anything that happens. No. No. You will run stuck. You will be taken advantage of. You will find yourself in places where you are powerless. 
and you are not in control. Palm Sunday sees Jesus come humbly because he wants you and me to humble ourselves. To humble ourselves, to receive him as Lord and King and to see him as the one who will work out his will in our lives. That his is the power and the authority. And so when, when the nations rage, when, when we see too in the world conflict and tension and things, and we wonder how is Canada's involved, and Trudeau was talking about peacekeepers and what should we do and should we help here, and, and how can we uh, see just yeah, some of those tensions going on, we know Jesus is the Lord of the nations. So when we make him Lord of our lives, then, then we don't have to fear about all that the nations do. He is Lord of all. And when we confess him, we can realize our fear is gone. He knows. He is in control. When we encounter powers and influences around us uh, that take advantage of us and others, when we see injustice and we wonder about how that all works, and those who act unjustly and, and who make cruel and selfish decisions, and we wonder about that, we recognize again, Jesus will call those people to account. Jesus will, as king, call them to account and judge and do what is right. So we don't need to be afraid. And finally, personally, just, just in our own lives, that we would lay down our lives. Just like they laid the palm branches before Jesus, that we would humbly say, Lord, be king of my life. Be my king. I submit my life to you. You are my hope. Let Jesus be king. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, we do. We do want to lay our lives before you. We thank you for coming as our humble king and as we humble ourselves, Lord, that we could see too your presence, your power at work in our lives, in the world around us. And Lord, that we wouldn't be afraid. All these things that go on, that we wonder and worry about, Lord, that you are indeed the one who is in complete control. And when we trust in you, we don't need to be afraid. We thank you. We praise you. Amen. We're going to sing a song of response, Rejoice the Lord is King. And then the choir is going to sing for us two songs, My Eternal King, and let all the world rejoice in that King.